brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoke and host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, suds. It's time for more suds. Hey everyone, welcome to the suds segment, where good beer meets very bad radio. <laughs> I'm your hostess, good old gal Juliana, and with me today are good old boy Dave. Yeah, I'll get with you in a minute. Hold on, I'm doing stuff. Okay, good old boy Matt. <laughs> <laughs> good old boy Kendall Hey everybody, good to be here Thank you for decent opening lines And good old boy Sparky I'm straight creaking over here <laughs> <laughs> I bet you are, dear Yes uh, Kendall and Matt both have excellent blogs Excellent blogs And they'll be telling us about them later in the show Today's episode is a Brewery Takeover We'll be trying several beers from Urban Family Brewing in Seattle, Washington. We don't know too much about these folks, except that they do very small handcrafted batches and use ingredients from the Pacific Northwest as much as possible. You just got that off the website. I did get that off their website. And in fact, it says, We are a small craft brewery located in the Magnolia neighborhood of Seattle. We brew small batch beers that are yeast-driven and inspired by French and Belgian farmhouses. He's got you there. Yeah, most of the time we can barely get him to put his headphones on correctly. Remember that one time we turned Dave's mic off and convinced him he'd gone deaf, but only to the sound of his own voice? <laughs> okay uh if this is you guys sticking up for me can you please stop yes i dropped the ball what else is new blah 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 we got nine beers and an hour to kill what should we do drink, drink. okay good call matt why don't you read off the list of the great beers that we're going to drink today Sure, here's the lineup. Through the Eyes of Babes, Crimson Fawn, Voices Underground, Apricot Love, Magnolia Redux, More with Honey, Signs of Erosion, Creek, <laughs> Lady of the Night. Cool. Good old boy Sparky, why don't you do some Suds ratings for us? We'll be discussing and ratings these beers with these Suds ratings plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. One, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Two, was that a belch? Three, ah, what a relief. Four, a body should really not make that sound. It's getting real up in here. Five. Listen to that hang time. Give me another. I was committing to the part. Yeah, it was good, man. You're like a method belcher. Um, you really just like got into the character and owned it. 
Why do we even have a soundboard? We have a Dave. You know, I'm wondering that myself. I know. You shut your mouth when you're talking so, to me. So you, so you trade him out for a soundboard? No, we'll discuss this later. No, later, later. It's a whole separate I know, episode. I know, it's another episode. Soundboard yeah. doesn't come with accompanying smells. I think that's the difference. Oh my god! Oh, where is the scratch and sniff when you need it? Uh, hey, we have that aroma <laughs> kit, right? <laughs> we do. Oh, wow. Okay, um, good old boy Dave. Why don't you start us off with our first beer from Urban Family? Hmm. The beer would be called "Through the Eyes of Babes." Um. Yeah, "Through the Eyes of Babes" is a beer from Urban Family Brewing. Um. It is it. primarily fermented with a 100% blend of Brettanomyces and dry hopped with Hazaka hops. It is 6.89% ABV. Man, those Hazakas. You know what? You think you know them, and then they come out, and they get all up in this beer, and they taste like this. I don't even know what I'm saying. I forgot what I... I didn't put my notes in here. Um, what did you think of this beer? I really liked it. I gave it a four. Uh, Matt, save me, Matt. There will be no saving of you over here. In fact, I might need some help myself. Um, we have a lot of farmhouse ales, and this is probably the strongest one that we have. Six, eight, nine? I think it might be. Um, I've, I have a hard time differentiating some of them, so I will have to yield some expertise over here to Kendall, but I gave it a four. Could have liked Kendall. What'd you think of this? Beer? I enjoyed this beer, and being a, a Brett fermented beer, it doesn't have the characters you get with some of the Brett aged beers, which are normally fermented with Saccharomyces first and then funkied up with Brett. When you ferment with Brett, you don't get some of those characters. Sometimes it's crisp, it's clean, it, it's almost like a saison. I got a little bit of peppery notes out of it, um, and it's just it was kind of citrusy even a like sharpness but in a good way like just really crisp and bright um i enjoyed it a lot it was a four good old boy sparky you know i usually love this style uh big fan uh but for some reason i just didn't care for this one this is probably my least favorite yeah i know right sorry Mm, one in every crowd captain buzzkill um (laughs) but yeah i I think i'd have to give it a three overall i just didn't think it was very balanced It is getting way real up in here. <laughs> echo, echo. Um, I thought this was a little creamy, and maybe it was because that I got the last of the bottle. I don't know if that had oh, anything to do with it. Yeah, I got the stuff. Um, I did, I mean, the breadiness part of it, I really enjoyed. There was some citrusiness, and there was, like, I got the pepperiness, too, but I got a creaminess at the end, and I don't know if, again, if that was just because it was the end of the bottle for me. Um, But as an introduction to Urban Family, I thought it was pretty cool, and I gave it a four. Nice. Up next is the Crimson Fawn. Good old boy, Matt. So this, uh, from the label, it's a sour farmhouse ale uh, with blood oranges. And it's a 6.5 ABV. And um, it's funny how blood oranges is one of my all-time favorite adjuncts. Um, it seems to go well in almost any beer style that I've ever had it in. Even though a lot of them have been IPAs, I've really enjoyed them. Um, 
Go ahead. Have you have you had that new uh, Berliner Weiss from uh, Yazoo? They're, they're they've got yes. New- I just had it yeah. on Friday. It's very nice. Isn't it? It's yeah. very nice. Suck it's factor good. is low. It's very good. Little bit. Uh, Blood, blood orange. Uh, yes, <laughs> it's a little. It's just, just a little bit expensive. <laughs> oh come on! It's a buck cheaper a bottle this year. They're passing the savings on to us. Brandon Jones has got to pay for college. Come on, well for his first kids, kid maybe his kids, his grandkids. He's college. <laughs> hey, there's unicorn tears in every one of those bottles, sir. I'll have you know. There is, there is. Um, so Matt, what did you think of All this right. beer? I don't want to get kicked off the show for giving a abbreviate or a, a point five. Oh, Unlike Jesus. last time, so just, Mike's gonna come down here and I kill know. us all. I'm giving it a five. Whoa. I think he might have liked it. Maybe. Wow, good old boy Kendall. What did you think? I enjoyed it as well. Not that level, but it has a nice <laughs> funk you. to it. And I like what the Blood Orange does. And uh, to me, it's a, it's a solid four. Good old boy Sparky. I didn't realize it was Blood Orange. And I was like, try- well, I didn't read the label. So what I just, kind of blood do you think I just it was? got the name, <laughs> the Blood of the eyes of children because that's was the previous this the taste, that's the taste it got it got awfully old testament up and just saying um shalom my people but uh but anyway uh no i i couldn't i didn't know the fruit but i knew there was something and i couldn't quite put my finger on it but i i enjoyed this one this one's quite excellent to me i i'd have to give it a four <laughs> juliana what a beautiful color First and foremost, the the color of this beer is absolutely stunning, and I'm raising my glass up to Urban Family. Um, second of all, it's a very delicate beer to me. Um, Blood Orange can be kind of sharp. I've had it in some Berliner Weisses um, in previous experiences, and the Blood Orange is kind of sharp compared to the base beer, but this one is very delicately balanced, and I'm really enjoying this beer, and I'm going to echo Matt on this one and give this a five. What have you What have you had it in that you didn't like? What have you had Blood Orange in that you didn't like? It's not that I didn't as much, like it. As much. It's just that, okay, so the Anderson Valley Blood Orange. I don't know. Goza, um, Goza okay. was was very sharp. The okay. blood orange in itself was very sharp. It was like almost. Uh, what about that blood orange milk stout we had? What? Mm. I'm just kidding. I just oh, want, what is, actually, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. You know, like the chocolate oranges you get at Christmas. Uh, yeah, that blo- uh, a blood orange. No, there's already a beer out there like that, isn't like there? a blood orange a chocolate, chocolate milk orange. stout. There's that, a yeah, orange there's chocolate there. orange stuff. That would I was, be fantastic. I, I couldn't think of any other style of beer that would be like people are like blood orange or this lager. And that's a funky Buddha beer waiting to happen. Actually, <laughs> um, actually, I've I had a had blood them. orange lager. Do you know what you call a blood orange lager? Blogger. The oh, pull my microphone. Anyways, hey, nobody's pulling your cord. Buddy. This was oh, not later. pithy and. <laughs> It was just very delicate, and I really enjoyed enjoy this Third beer. Show. So, Matt, I'm with you. Love it. We'll be back in just a minute, folks, after this brief episode break. Rolling clouds and crashing surf 
Iridescent dunes reflecting by the light of a rising glowing moon. Seashore mesmerizing, night breeze hypnotizing. We've come across these back roads none too soon. Look to the left, to the right. Keep your eyes on the road, my darling. Wondering if we're only passing through. Open roads and open windows. My hand is yours forever, sweet Welcome back, everyone. We are doing a brewery takeover from Urban Family in Seattle, Washington. And we are talking about the Crimson Fawn. Um, Good old boy Dave, what did you think of this beer? Well, I've had a lot of venison in my day. Uh, (laughs) Eating a lot of baby deer. Is that roadkill or (laughs) did you legitimately hunt it down? How did that work exactly? I I stalked them. Okay. Um, With with your Subaru or with with a a Winchester? I'm known for my stalking abilities. Well, I know. I I think I got Julianne. I was going to (laughs) say... <laughs> uh, anywho, I got weird all of a sudden. It's too late. <laughs> it really it's did. too late for that. Yeah. Ah, no, but uh, the air conditioning. <laughs> I, uh, got a little creepy up ins. Smells a little bit like sadness. Um, I uh, I really like this beer. I thought it had a great aroma, and uh, it 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 was a very funky kind of cool beer. And I think people would really enjoy drinking it. Um, I'm not people, so I don't know for sure, but um, I think people would like it. So I gave it a four. Uh, uh, it was a rambling four. Thank you, non-people person, whatever. Um, good old boy Kendall. What beer are you? Wait, hold talk? on, hold on. I have what? to see what this button does. It's my favorite swing line. Okay. It's my favorite swing line. I think there were two squirrels. That's the wrong. That's the wrong brewery, man. Eddie I just needed. I couldn't tell what it was. I needed to know what that was. Just keep doing it and see if you're out. Okay. Okay. Good old boy Kendall. What are you going to talk about now, dear? Uh, that's the voices underground. Voices. So um, I know, dude. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> before yeah, I read, should be married. <laughs> before I read the description of this, my my tasting notes were: this is a very soft saison, and soft was the key word because you know how some of the saisons are really crisp and dry and just you know right there. Yeah. But this one just kind of mellowed out in my mouth. <laughs> I bet it did. I bet it did. So the the description He's of this. He's a lucky fellow. I didn't. <laughs> I did not read the description until now. It's a classic saison brewed with five grains, which explains it. If they put something like some oats or some wheat some in, there, in there, really spelt, maybe some spelt. <laughs> um, but it's hopped entirely with a beautiful and exor- inexorable cascade hop, which makes sense. I was getting some of that citrus cascade, from it. Yeah, that's a great It's hop. fermented with the house mutate perpetuous yeast and bread culture. With, uh, you should expect fresh orchard apples, flowers, black pepper, and slightly tart fermenting fruit notes. And I was getting some of that peppery tartness I expect from a Saison, yeah. but I was surprised by just how smooth it was and just a wonderful, creamy mouthfeel. It's a soft finish on it. Very. And to me, this was just a fantastic Saison. Uh, it's a five. It's a five. <laughs> 
Good old boy Sparky, what'd you think of this beer? Yeah, I, I think I think it would have been a lot more interesting if I'd actually read up on the beers Because, <laughs> you know, you drink it and you're like, man, what's going on here? This is definitely a Saison, but where are we going with all this? Um, no, I, I enjoyed it uh, as well. Again, it, it was definitely more subtle and not as pronounced as some of the others in their portfolio that we tried. Um, I, I would have to give it a four. I thought it was uh, pretty solid. Julia. You know, if yoga lovers had a beer, <laughs> I think this would be it. I know this sounds really cheesy, but this is just, it's so mellow. It's so smooth. I love yogurt. Mm. <laughs> I like Greek yogurt. And me too. With the fruit at the bottom? Sometimes like I'm like eating this stuff and I'm like, this can't be yogurt. I know, right? How can it be good for you? I know. But it's it's kind of tangy, but then it's got sweetness too. That's true. <laughs> Does it melt in your mouth? Um, if you leave it there long enough. <laughs> oh. No, but <laughs> seriously, folks. Um, no, this is just—it's so smooth. There's just a hint of floralness in it. It's it's kind of creamy. It's just—it's like an early morning after a meditation kind of beer if that would make any sense whatsoever like i could totally see everyone in seattle drinking this for breakfast because it's just it's low abv they're a bunch of drunks it's not no <laughs> it's just a beautiful awakening beer i don't know why that belongs on the label yeah namaste Maybe. namaste <laughs> fools <laughs> <laughs> no but it really is i mean it's namaste. very very I was thinking that, but I didn't say it because there's children, Dave. There's children. Uh, hopefully not listening. I God, I hope not. Well, they're probably <laughs> drinking this beer, so they're probably mellowed out. They're okay. So maybe the voices underground are chanting. I don't know, but it's a beautiful, beautiful beer, and I give this a solid four. So voices underground is probably either people in the subway or buried alive. Um, <laughs> could be zombies. Oh, dude, Brains. I didn't even think of that. Yes. Oh, wow. What if they were trapped in a mine? That's pretty. Yeah. That happens. That's what inspired this beer, actually. Wait, where's this where's the brewery from? West Virginia. S- there you go. S- yeah. Seattle. No, Mining no, country. No. <laughs> um, they're, what are they mining in Seattle? Uh, the coffee. Uh, coffee beans. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. That's actually. You got to dig them out. Yeah. Dig, you gotta dig hard, dig yeah. deep, baby. Emeralds, maybe. Drill, baby, drill. City. That's right. Go deep. That's what they say. <laughs> Where's the cricket sound? Where's the crickets? <laughs> Band once again. Oh, I don't. Oh, We're wait. never. Is there a sound for where I'm shifting uncomfortably from ass cheek to ass cheek in the silence? Because that needs to be a sound. I gotta have more cowbells. Is that it? <laughs> Close enough. Uh. Where were we? Uh your rating. Oh, yeah. Uh, four. <laughs> Is there a third show disclaimer button? <laughs> Good old boy, Matt. What did you think of this beer? I like it, and I really don't have anything prepared, so I'll give it a four. Uh, okay. Obviously, I didn't have anything prepared. <laughs> Clearly stop me. So. Good old boy, Sparky. Let's talk about a beer. Let's. Shall we talk about apricot love? I think we shall. Ooh, that sounds dirty. 
so uh, apricot love, um, which is there information about? Is that kind of like muskrat love? Wouldn't I, that? I think so. Did I? Did I? It is Urban Family's Declaration of Love for Beer and Apricots, oh. and it is 6.3% ABV. So, well, tell I, us what you thought about I this definitely, apricot love. I definitely noticed there was some apricot flavor in this You picked beer. up on that? I, was, I know. <laughs> like, um, matter of fact, I'm pretty sure there was like apricot residue in my mouth. It was almost like pulpy afterwards, and that's that not a bad was? thing. huh? Is that what that was? It was. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But, Easy. Uh, I'm going to give uh, our listeners at home a sound effect. Give them a little treat. Give them a little treat, Sparky. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's happening. That is happening right now. Ratings are going through the roof. Man. (laughs) No, I I, uh, I love the flavors of... uh, I love the flavor of apricot. Um, uh, You know, again, I I got the fruitiness, almost pulpy. Um, You can almost chew on the apricots in that. Um, I don't think I've had an apricot beer with that much... You know, like tangible fruit in it, um, and uh, I I thought it was uh, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was quite nice. I guess I'm in a fruit place right now. I'm kind of fruity, I'm told. But uh, I I'd have to give this a four. I really enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. Julianne, this beer again kind of like surprised me because I've had a few. Did you not expect it to be in your glass? No. What I meant was, is sometimes the apricot flavor is kind of overwhelming and then you don't get a backbone to it. This one, again, was so delicate. And I'm wondering if it's the type of bread that they're using on this. Mm. Um, you know. It's very possible, yeah. Their, their house yeast. Because, again, this is such a delicate beer. It's they actually, uh, I, I did some reading on this, they actually cultivate some of their yeast samples from uh, hipsters. Uh, the local native hipsters, mm. they've been collecting <laughs> they get yeast it from strains <laughs> from them. Do yeah. they get it from the they, beard they, or the skinny No, beans? no, no. It's only ironic mustaches. They're very <laughs> they're very specific. From the outer curl. Yeah, it has yeah, to be. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, and, and it's tough sometimes because the mustache wax can really... It can inhibit the, uh, the growth. It True can. story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, my take on this is that it is a, it's a beautiful apricot aroma. It is very, again, it's very creamy. And I hate to use the word creamy on so many of these beers so far. So but, you but said I'm it getting, was creamy? Yes, it can is. Say creamy again. Giggity. <laughs> It is though. It's just such. It's a, what? It's another delicate beer. Creamy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving this a four. A creamy four. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Good old boy Dave. What do you think of this beer? Well, um, beer and more precisely, funky and sour beers are the only application I think apricots were ever intended for. Um, I have yet to find any use for apricots other than to flavor sour and funky beers. What about an apricot wheat? No. What about throwing at people? Um, Only if they're sour. Only if they're standing in front of a funky beer so that it can go... If you miss them, it will go into them. Waft. 
Nothing like a good apricot fight. (laughs) Ooh. Could be a YouTube That happens in Oregon pretty regularly. It's coming. Portlandia. Um, but I love this beer. I th- I think this is probably my favorite of the flight. I because when people do use apricot correctly uh, in these kind kinds of beers, I think it really accentuates the flavor and it makes an amazing beer. I'm going to give this one a five. Go to boy Matt. What did you think of this beer? I found myself really enjoying a lot of fruit beers lately, and uh, that's not everybody's peach or apricot. <laughs> nice. But um, one of my favorite, relatively local ones, is uh, the Damascene Apricot Sour from. Oh Tin man. man, I love that stuff. So I, I love that more than almost anything else that has an apricot in it. Who's that from? Uh, Tin, Tin Man. Tin, Tin Man, Man in Evansville. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah. So and it I comes can, in cans, and it's so good. It's like the beer of summer. I compare this to that, and this is not that. This is not very peachy. It's not very sour. And I feel like that one blows this one away. However, this one is good, but it's not Tin Man good. So I'll give it a four. What? You're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, no. I mean, I just think they're very different because, oh, like, very yeah, different. very different. Yeah, like, but I mean, I can crush cans of Damascene all day long. That stuff is. God, I love it, that stuff. It's incredibly tasty. Mm, I haven't had it that. Is. I need to try that. Oh, yeah. I feel like this Comes is not tasty. Bad. It's not incredibly tasty. Comes in tall boys. Can be chugged. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. By mm-hmm. people. Can it be shotgunned by. Excellent beer for shotgun. Perhaps. <laughs> if the right parameters are set up. It Kindle, might, how it, did you like this beer? I thought we were talking about shotgunning Damascene, but I'll talk well, about okay. this one. Wait, wait, finish the story. Yeah, I want to hear the story. Yeah. Please no, I'm do. just saying, if you're going to shotgun a sour beer, that's the one to do it. But yeah. this yeah. one, the Apricot Love, beautiful beer. Soft, delicate. I like what Juliana said about it. I really enjoyed it. The Apricot is perfect. Uh, not too sharp, but not too subdued. It's a four. Damn. Cool. Next, good old boy Dave. We'll be what? talking oh. about the Magnolia Redux. Oh, the ducks. So <laughs> I didn't get a lot of ducks out of this one. Um, I'm just kidding, everybody. So no, there not. was a, a, a beer that um, Urban Family did that was called Magnolia uh, that's actually retired. So this is sort of a, a dry hopped farmhouse re, uh, revisitation on that beer. It's got Amarillo and Mosaic hops. And it is six and a half percent ABV. And this is me sipping on it. Oh man, that's good. Um, of all the beers that Urban Family's done, this one reminds me the most of a Crooked Stave beer. Um, there's something about this, the the, the Brett funkiness of it, combined with the hops that um, creates this really balanced kind of funky cool beer that I really like Um, I think this is a really cool um, sipping beer that people could really enjoy again I'm not people but if I were people this is what I would like to sip on so I would give this one why are you looking at me like that no what you, you thought it was people so the green is people. That's true. That's what they say. Yeah. That would make a good beer, too. It's already been done. So, I think it has. Really? Yeah. yeah. They uh, took hipsters and they ground them up and 
true thing. Delicious. Well, I heard the, is that, is that, that where hipster repellent name comes from? That's actually where that comes nice. from. Nice. Like oh, that. yeah. Well, I thought that beard beer. Remember that one? Oh, that's rogue. That is yeah. not good. Yeah. yeah that was kind of gross. Uh, yeah. Keep, you had to pull it out. I just realized I'm the only like non-bearded man here. It's kind of scary. I kind of feel like, you, you know, work, one you, of us, one of <laughs> us, one of... You can work on that. Yeah. I, no, I did it, actually. Well, I dressed up uh, as someday, a hipster. Uh, someday you'll grow and, you know, yeah. you're... Now or, that you're, in the, someday, beer, you're uh, in the beer business. Get, yeah, it's true. <laughs> you need a beard. Someday yeah. you're I didn't have mandatory. chest hair before drinking beer, but, you know... There you go. <laughs> someday your man parts will form That's and true. you'll be able to grow a beard. Well, my other testicle drop, is that going to happen? <laughs> Was that the third one? Yeah, the third one. That's good. Yeah. All right, you're ready. I okay. am. Let's do it. My, not just wait for my voice to change. I don't. Yeah. What were we talking about? You Magnolia. Were give your rating on this? Oh uh, yes, I'll give this a four. Good old boy, Matt. What did you think of this beer? So, he didn't like it. it. Didn't come from a barrel, so he didn't like it. This is true. Um, Six point five ABV. It's dry hopped farmhouse ale. It's not really super hoppy, so that part I do like. Um, I don't really know what else to say. Give it a four. Good old boy, Kendall. What'd you think? I see where Dave is coming from. That it it is reminiscent of some of the dry hop stuff Crooked Dave did. Yeah. Um, yep. But not as well executed and mm-hmm. i think it's yeah, overall it's a good beer that. i like what the they did with the dry hopping with amarillo and the mosaic gives a little you know fruity that's a high, citrusy character you know that's a high thing to to live up to too yeah it's a it's a solid kind of a dry hop farmhouse ale but uh to me it's only a three. Little boy sparky yeah i almost got um in addition to some of the other notes that some of you guys have mentioned, I almost got like a initially like almost a spicy note out of it. Um, I'm not getting that as much as it's warmed up, um, you know. And again, I I maybe was not as much in love with this, maybe because Crooked Stave done spoiled us all. Um, I'm gonna have to give it a three as well. Well, I got the bottom of the gl- of the bottle so is that the power bottom it is <laughs> okay the power bottom yeah. did you spank it chug 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 here you can try this part yeah it's fine um hop wise maybe in the bottom of the bottle i did get a lot of hoppiness gotcha. on it yes um mm. so the hoppiness is there um and but that's it's, residue though <laughs> but still but no sass mouth no, that's that's his wife. But sir, no right. Don't talk about her good. residue, <laughs> bastard. But it is good, and okay. Unlike you guys, <laughs> I thought that it was a very good execution of a dry hop beer. So I gave this a four. Uh, four. That was your voice. That was cool, wasn't it? Recorded. That was actually pretty well, good. Well, it wasn't really. Anyways. Oh. Yes. Uh, that was... <laughs> <laughs> that okay. was for you, baby. Thanks, buddy. We'll be right it's back with some more beers from Urban Family after this break. But baby, the whole elation Riding down this lover's avenue 
slow as a willow blows Or as fast as the whirlwind grows We glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue To the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view Welcome back everyone We are in the middle of a brewery takeover With Urban Family from Seattle, Washington And now we're going to talk about more with honey Yay. Yeah. Less with vinegar. Sure. Okay, so this is a farmhouse ale with honey and spices, and it is 5.9%. And initially, when I when I smelled it, I... When I... Yeah. What'd you smell? The... The aroma on it, I thought, was really pretty. And I, I guess I was just expecting a little bit more honey than what I actually got out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the spices took over. So in in that sense, to me, it's a it's a little unbalanced, but it's still it's still a really nice farmhouse. I just I wish the spices were just a little less, if that makes any sense. I'm giving it a three. <coughs> No, I agree. Um, I thought, like, I can't. I kind of get this like sagey yeah. kind of flavor from it, kind of very herb, herbal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to know what kind of honey they mm-hmm. used mm-hmm. and like what proportion they used to the other ingredients. It's very good. Let me let me just say this: it's a very good beer, and I would and I enjoy drinking it. But it's if you laid all these beers out in front of me like in a big flight oh wait you kind of did um this would not be the one i would gravitate towards first so i too would give this beer wait i said two three yeah sorry i got got caught up on my numbers there gotcha good old boy matt what did you think of this beer first day counting one seven 11 <laughs> gets easier when I take my shoes off. <laughs> no, not for the rest of us. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> True. I really wasn't sure what to be expect for this. Um, I, I wasn't expecting a mead, but I was expecting something a little sweeter. And this was sweeter than all the rest. But you're right. It could be a little less with, with the spices. Um, I, too, give it a three. Go to Blake Kendall. I enjoyed this one. Uh, the spice I didn't pick up as much. I almost get like a little lemony tartness out of this. It's, it's, it, there's some kind of citrusy yeah. or herbal kind of thing. And that, going that's on what there. I'm getting out and of I it. Can't, I can't, but it came across as sage to me for some hmm. reason. I was getting, yeah, like a lemony citrus to me. It was very rich. I enjoyed it. Uh, I might be the only one here who thought it was who was. It was probably one of my favorites at the flight. It was a four for me. Uh, and it may have been the. Um, 
the name of the beer, you know, more with honey. So you're expecting a very honey forward. It beer failed to, to deliver you know, on yeah. its title. But you know that marketing false advertising. That honey can ferment out so much, though. That's it, true. It, it and, and you can almost end up with a drier beer. But this one didn't really come across as that dry either, though. Mm-mm. You know, it, it wasn't. It didn't finish like really crisp to me. It so yeah. You know, I don't know, but whatever. Sparky, I think I would have given this uh, three when it was poured. Uh, after I'd had a t- little bit of time to open up and warm up, I, I'd have to give it a two. I think I don't think it was very well balanced. Um, I, I think it was just kind of the spices are like a wrecking ball on it. Um, I definitely got the tartness. Uh, it really didn't get the sweetness of the honey so much. But um, yeah, it was kind of like a stampede in my mouth. That's a real giggity thing. So wrecking ball. So you would say this was the Miley Cyrus this was. Uh, the, uh, it's flight. kind of hot. It's kind of a tragedy, but you can't turn away. And it's kind of dirty. And you yeah. would very. You dirty. don't really want it in your mouth. No, right? no, definitely not. No, <laughs> gotcha. it's kind of it's kind of like watching a train wreck in slow motion. You sure. just kind of gotta, you know, <laughs> where you did turn away? Where did Disney go wrong? Uh, you know, uh, well, know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, there's probably a story behind Mickey Mouse, so we don't know. Sure. And what did you give this? Two. two. He gave it a two. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't want to put it in his mouth, so <laughs> yeah. okay. it's okay if you guys want to put it in your mouth. Sure, whoever wants to. Thank yeah, you. I'll live vicariously through your yeah, mouth. That's true. But you will. <laughs> okay, next up, Kudalai Matt. And what, what do you is, want to put in your mouth, Matt? <laughs> and what is well, your? Well, the beer? next thing in my mouth is signs of erosion. And this well, sounds like a grunge band from Seattle. Sounds like something. It really does. Yeah, it really, <laughs> sounds like yeah. something. I'm, I'm disappointed if there's not a band out there. Speaking of grunge bands from Seattle, have you seen the picture of the guy who was in the Nirvana baby in the pool? He's now like oh, 25 years yeah. old. Oh, no. It's amazing. It's not the same picture, is he though. Scary? Is he right? No, he recreated the entire picture, but Ooh. he's wearing a bathing suit this time. Thank goodness. As he say, it's not the same size, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is he chasing after a dollar? Well, yeah, you know, cool. No, inflation's made it oh. a ten dollar bill. I, I was going to say that it's actually uh, a penny now. Yeah, so. probably. He could just say that water's pretty cold. You know? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Great, Shrinkage. Great grunge band. Like a like a frightened turtle. Yes. Like a frightened turtle. <laughs> if you've never seen the movie uh, Soaked in Bleach, you should totally watch it. So. Why? Uh, it's about Kurt Cobain, so it's really good. Oh. Okay. And back to the beer. Yeah. yeah. On exactly. that downer note, thanks okay. a lot, Dave. Yeah. So, signs of erosion. Sugar. That was the last thing in my mouth. And this delicate grisette highlights its noble hops and soft cereal mouthfeel brewed with wild yeast. It has a 4.6 ABV. So I really don't have anything written down about it. I guess I should try it again <laughs> right here <laughs> on the radio. you should drink it before you uh, talk about it. Yeah. He likes it. No. That doesn't help. He doesn't like it. It doesn't help. No, I still give it a three. Good old boy, Kendall. What'd you think of this beer? It's the only beer of the flight that I didn't enjoy. I picked up almost a kind of phenolic aftertaste on this one, mm. um, and which almost was like plasticky. Ooh. And for me, that was a two. Good old boy, Sparky. It was almost like uh, the beer had started to decay or erode. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, I see what you did there. I see no, what you, you did. didn't, girlfriend. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I, this was uh, this was kind of like you know living in your grandmother's basement and having her teach you how to play pinochle so you can be bland. Um, 
That was a reference to the state. Or your you life. You guys were all around in the 90s, right? Okay, what was the cool. word you said? Basin? In the basement. I thought you said basin. Oh, basin. <laughs> he was living in his grandmother's basin. <laughs> she Can used to wash me, him. Learn how to peanut, play pinochle and make me bland. Doug doesn't do that. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> No, I, I was pretty disappointed by this. I'd have to give it a two. It's just pretty uh, empty and disappointing. Um, I'm kind of in the same camp. Um, I've had grisettes before, and they've been a bit more flavorful than what this is. I get a lot of creaminess, but I don't get much else, if that makes any sense. This girl loves her creaminess. No, and I'm just... Okay, for whatever reason, I'm just finding that a lot of these beers are very creamy, but... This one just didn't have as much flavor as I, I was hoping for. I thought you were lactose intolerant. And I That's gave it a three. So, just so uh, everyone who's not a farmhouse fanatic knows, uh, grisettes, whereas saisons and farmhouse saisons were more for the farmhands in the French area of Belgium, uh, grisettes were more brewed for the miners uh, in that area. In the more urban areas, and they were even more wheat forward than the saisons were. I thought this was a good beer. Uh, it was a little thin, um, not one of my favorites. Of the the uh, flight, but I would give it a three. Putting a little knowledge on everybody. Okay, next up, good old boy Sparky. You want to talk about the creek? The creep. I, I mean, be creek. straight creaking all the time, guys. No, I'm a I'm a uh, self-identified cherry slut, um, so this was a good choice for me. The creek, our creek, underwent 13 months of life inside barrels, playing house with our indigenous cultures. Soon after, we married this beer with over 3,000 pounds of Balaton and Montgomery cherries, allowing it to mature <laughs> and harmonize. Enjoy our homage to a Belgian-style ale. 6.3 ABV. Um, pound it. I, you know what? Do it. Go, go, oh. go. Gone. <laughs> now say what you feel. Broke I feel up. like a cherry. I, I thought this is a great creek. Um, this is probably my favorite of all of them. Um, which is pretty typical for me because I mean, if it's got cherries, I'm gonna go for it. Um, uh, it, it's good. It's delicious. It's funky. It's a nice balance of a little tiny bit of sweet, lots of tart, and uh, very funky. Um, and uh, at the very end, you pick up a lot of the nice oakiness of the barrel, um, uh, kind of chasing it. I'd have to give this a four. Uh, 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 nice. Julie? I, I echo Sparky's verbiage. Um, it, you know, in terms of creeks, I think this is one of the better creeks that I've had in a while. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's oaky, but the cherries are there. I like the blend of cherries that they use for this. Mm-hmm. And and the funkiness that's in there, I to me this is a beautiful beer and um, very well executed. I give this a four. <laughs> I would just say about this beer that if you're gonna drink a creek alongside these other beers, you better know what you're getting into beforehand because a lot of the others were kind of sweet and kind of you know a little bit of this, a little bit of that. This one is like boom, punch you in the mouth. Love it. Um, it's exactly what a creek should be. I would give this one a four. Good old boy, Matt. What did you think of this beer? Out of all the beers, as they were getting poured on the table, this is the one I could smell a mile away. 
this is the one that tasted the best out of the entire group. And I say that as being someone who loves cherries, loves beers from barrels, and loves everything about this creek. I give it a five. Nice. And last, but certainly not least, Kendall. Oh, it's like, so crisp. Cherry, tart, just wow, delicious. Uh, I enjoyed it. It's a, it's a good, solid creek. It's a four. And now, our last beer of the flight, Lady of the Night. Oh, my. oh wow. Hey, that kind of rhymed. Um, good old boy, Kendall. Wow. Lead us off on the <laughs> The Lady of the Night uh, really enjoyed it. It's, uh, let me read the description. Citra, Amarillo, and Centennial combined with Lactobacillus Soured Pale Ale. So right there, that just sounds amazing. Those are some beautiful citrusy hops. uh, And you get a little lacto in there to sour that up. Wow. And as it's warmed up, it's got even better. Mm, Yeah. Uh, To me... One of the best beers we've had all day. So bright, citrusy, delicious. It's a five. Sparkles. And I think of all these, this is absolutely, um, sorry, this is probably my, I think this is the second favorite of, of this uh, particular brewer. Um, it's tart. It's funky. Uh, it's got a great nose. I mean, I could smell that funky smell all day long um yeah and i'd have to give it a four as well it's fantastic so good yeah i mean no offense to the creek but this one to me just was the dead winner like right mm. from the gate yeah as as i was pouring this like the aroma overwhelmed me and i was like oh my god this is like is that perfection. why you took so long when you were pouring you were you were, you were, getting, ah. you were huffing the fumes weren't you she <laughs> was sampling truth mm-hmm. comes out I was, yeah. yeah i know now yeah. because the the thing that's interesting about this one is that, that yeah you get you get that lacto funkiness but you're also getting this really pretty citrus um, yeah. aroma yeah. too. Oh yeah and it's totally. it, and it's such a nice blend because usually you get one more so than the other and usually it's the funky that that comes out and then later you get the citrus but these two were like fighting neck and neck and then Mm -hmm. it's still so delicate and creamy and (laughs) i know (laughs) i don't know what it is about urban family but whatever you guys are so creamy giggity no but their yeast strains that they are using are just bringing about this creaminess on so many of their beers that is just very different and Saccharomyces very distinctive. Saccharomyces <laughs> I love it when you talk dirty to your wife on the air. In Latin. Yeah, to all of us. I, yeah. Julianne, I get to what you're saying because lacto, with that acidic crispness, just goes so well with the citrus flavors. It's almost like they put a little lemon juice in this. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, and it's so nice. bright. Yeah. yeah and I'm exactly almost, here. you know, wondering if something like that did happen because there's, it's, I hate to say it, but it's like not natural, but I'm so happy whatever it was that they did because to me, this fantastic. is fantastic. It is. It's best in flight. And I absolutely love this beer. And I'm so happy that we're able to get it. And I give it a five. <laughs> Little boy Dave, what do you think of this beer? 
Um, I hated it. I thought this beer was terrible. <laughs> it tasted like poo, and I, it stinks. And no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it is amazing. <clears throat> this beer um, is to me what a great sour should be, because it's it it doesn't blow up your palate. It's not overly acidic. It's crisp. There's hints of citrus. Um, there's just a bit of funkiness to it. And it really brings all those different elements together. <clears throat> I would totally give this beer. That was called a dramatic pause, by the way. Five. And good old boy, Matt. Well, the funk and the tart are basically battling out in my mouth. And I'm the winner. Funk and tart? Would that be a fart? <laughs> Close, but no cigar. Not in my mouth. Um, I thought the aroma for the creek was a little little stronger, a little better. But I, I do like this one a lot. I give it a four to five. We gave it a five. Just, you know, he's a rookie. Well, I think this was an excellent flight from Urban Family. It was wonderful. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and you can catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes, Google Play, and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip Sud Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. We love your feedback, and you can always reach us online at info at SipSudSmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip Sud Smoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Hey, Kendall, why don't you tell us more about your beer blog and where to find it? My beautiful bride, good old gal June, and myself blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Good old boy, Matt. Tell us about Nashville Beer Blog and where you can find you. You can find more information about the Nashville craft beer scene and interviews with brewers and others in the brewing industry, as well as previews for local events at NashvilleBeerBlog.com, as well as all social media. Well, on behalf of all of our guests here, I want to thank you. Good old boy, Dave. Hey, hit me up at LeaveTheCorkin at SipSudSmokes.com. Good old boy, Matt. Thanks for the invite. Good about Kendall. Always great to be here. Email me at Kendall at sipsudsmokes.com. Good old boy, Sparky. I'm just glad that I'm working towards the uh, foundation of my probation. Uh, and you guys are helping me work that out. It's fantastic. <laughs> Thank I mean, goodness. I can barely feel the uh, ankle monitor anymore. Thank you. Cool. Well, this is Good Old Gal Juliana. You can reach me at Audio Kitty at Sipsud Smokes. And keep on chuggling. This has been a One Tan Hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.